the last 10% of getting something closed is as difficult and requires micro level sort of task management, more so than the first 90% combined. From Bumminit Media, it's the MJ Bulls Podcast, a show about raising cannabis capital. I'm Dan Homiston, and on today's show, Hoban Law, one of the largest cannabis-only law firms in the country's founder, Bob Hoban, talks about the legal side of raising cannabis capital. Hi, Bob. Thanks for being with us today. It's good to be here, Dan. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So for our listeners, Bob is the managing partner of the Hoban Law Group. And you advertise that you're the nation's premier cannabis law firm. So you're all in. We are all in. We've been all in (laughs) since we've been doing this for darn near 10 years now, serving the cannabis space exclusively as commercial lawyers and about 50% of our business is marijuana related and 50% of it is industrial hemp related. And increasingly what we do has an international focus. Pretty exciting to be here. And we were the first, so that allowed us to build a pretty extensive worldwide cannabis industry network, which is what helps our clients get things done. You have locations in all over the United States and then throughout the world. I see you're in Poland and yeah. very impressive. Well, yeah, so we've just been presented opportunities. Our clients, we set them up for success, and they're the ones that are out there taking the risks and and making the moves, and we're able to support them. So if a client, for example, comes to us and says, look, I've got uh, an operation here, whether it's marijuana or hemp-related, and I'd like to take advantage of this growing international cannabis economy, I'd like to do this in Europe, or I'd like to do this in Latin America, We just began to build out our network. We like to suggest that we're sitting at the the center of the world's largest cannabis industry network because we've done things in so many places. But again, it's our clients who lead the way. We're just there to help them, provide them with professional guidance and really help them evaluate things because most people in this industry, they're risk takers. And sometimes they need help evaluating those risks. And that's really where we come in. MJ Bulls podcast is about cannabis companies raising capital. And just to drill down a couple things that our listeners that are thinking about raising capital before they start, what are some of the things that they need to know? Like, let me just say, for for example, what type of entity would you suggest that they start off with? Is it LLC, S Corp, C Corp? Is that important now or does it matter more at the end of their raise? Well, no, I, I think you've got to go in with a clean structure. And the answer to your question, what type of entity? A lot of people look at the LLC as a default standard for being an entity because it's flexible. It's basically an entity that can operate as a small, closely held company or it can function as a large company with hundreds, if not thousands of employees in multiple places around the country. But it really depends on the where you begin your business. If you're in California, if you're in New York, if you're in Colorado, the answers might be different, but it all really depends on what your exit strategy is. So that, you know, that's kind of one of the things I always say, make sure your house is in order before you begin to ask for money. Make sure that you have a leadership team that's capable of executing on your business plan. Make sure that you have 
successes that you can point to that are not just financial, but of course, revenue has a lot to do with it. Make sure that your banking is clean and your books and records are clean and that your structure is clean. What are some of the things that they need to be concerned about during the raise? Well, during the raise, first of all, you don't want to talk publicly about things that you're doing privately. If you're a publicly traded company, then you have different standards. But most of the companies in this space are not publicly traded companies. So it's not wise to run around at the, the local social event or in certain circles and say, I've got a deal done with so-and-so or so-and-so approached me about investing. Just wait till that deal's done. And a lot of uh, experience comes to bear on the fact that getting a deal closed, whether it's dollars in the door or a merger or something like that, the last 10% of getting something closed is as difficult and requires micro level sort of task management, more so than the first 90% combined. So that's where you really need to be careful about keeping that information close to you and your team and not publicizing that. There are some very large stories in the industry, marijuana related businesses that talked about deals before they were done. And guess what happened? None of those deals came to fruition and it left egg on the face of some you know, pretty significant companies in this space. So keep it close to your vest. Make sure that everything you said is actually being executed on. If you have plans to do something versus you're doing it, you just could be doing it better. Make sure that that is distinguished and upfront with the potential investor because a deal might take several months to close. It might take several months to get that funding in the door. And if you're not doing what you said you were doing, then that could give the potential investor or investment group pause because you didn't follow through or you weren't actually doing what you said you were doing. Integrity matters a lot in this context. And then I think that the last thing that matters when you're you're in the context of, of raising capital, it, it comes down to being quick and responsive to the questions that are being asked of you about your business, the due diligence from the investor. Don't just wait, don't shrug it off. Don't think it's a done deal. Don't think you have 10 investors lined up behind it. You need to be responsive because that helps you learn information too because you don't wanna just take any money off the streets. You wanna take money that, that, that helps you achieve your objectives and where you see to eye to eye with that investor and perhaps even take on some sort of strategic element of that investment where it's not just money, where somebody involved with that investment group is going to assist or carry out a role with your business. Uh, being responsive, having open dialogue, it helps those things occur more easily. Let's just move towards the post-closing. And this is one area where I think a lot of companies don't have a game plan in place or they get surprised with just how expensive the post-closing is and everything that's involved with post-closing, just making sure that everything is wrapped up. A lot of times I don't I see where they're not including a lot of that information into their projections and they're not quite prepared for what hits them at closing or post-closing. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, there are there are operational challenges with any business. A lot of people think that if you add money to the business, it will solve a lot of the problems. Well, that might be true, but not for a lack of really being deliberate about where that money is going to go, et cetera. And that's the cost you talk about, the cost of implementing that money, the cost of perhaps paying 
brokers or referral fees or the like for people that brought that money to the table, you need to bake those dollars into your capital raise. If you need, you know, real simple math, if you needed $1 million, don't go out and raise $1 million, raise $1 million plus the amount uh, to pay off the brokers, etc. And then whatever that cost is to implement that and actually deploy that within your business. That's always challenging because people think, well, now I've got that million dollars in the bank. I just need to do X and Y and Z. Well, have you thought about the cost of the people to carry out those objectives? Has that been baked into the cost? Believe it or not, it's not always uh, baked into that capital raise. So so those are the post-closing things that I think, once again, you got to think about not only what you're going to do with the money and why you need the money, but how are you going to actually deploy that money internally and what additional infrastructure does that require? Usually that's baked into the raise, but um, but not always, especially in this industry with you know operators that may not have the depth of experience that you'd find in other industries. Well, Bob Holbin from Holbin Law Group and all of Bob's information is on the MJ Bulls website at mjbulls.com. Bob, I know our listeners really are going to appreciate this advice that you've given us today. And I appreciate you being with us. Thank you very much. Well, it's my pleasure, Dan. Anytime and best of luck with this. And I look forward to hearing some more of these podcasts online as well. Sounds good. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the MJ Bulls podcast. To learn more about today's guests or to apply to be a guest, visit our website at mjbulls.com. And if you like our show, give us a review on iTunes. Today's show was produced by Bumminit Media. I'm Dan Humiston, and you've been listening to the MJ Bulls Podcast. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, my name's Kate, and I'm your host of the Pop Moms Podcast. I started the Pop Moms podcast, well, because I wanted to end the stigma against using cannabis, specifically with moms, but also anyone who chooses to consume. I strive for a balance of humor and education, along with some pretty rad guests, to help combat social biases that come with consuming cannabis. Kids are hard. Join me for regular podcast episodes packed with parenting hacks, real-life stories, and of course, my favorite cannabis products. The days are long, but the years are short. So roll another J and take a deep breath. Keep blazing and stay amazing.